0: find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, it's Gwendolyn here from your virtual admin expert, and welcome to Leading Behind the Scene, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. Today, I am chatting with the one and only Justin Phillips, who has become one of my most favorite people in the universe. Yes, the universe. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Justin is a proud HBC graduate of Howard University. He is the founder of the last Ecom Co LLC, a major brand that is teaching e-commerce entrepreneurs how to build and scale thriving e-commerce businesses. Justin is also known for his instrumental part in helping to launch and scale the brand, support black colleges. His extensive passion and expertise for teaching and marketing has resulted in launching several multi six and multi seven figure brands. Justin has partnered with the NBA, the NFL, BET, MLB, and numerous other projects on multiple projects impacting the community. Believe me when I say, Justin Phillips is a big deal, and you should listen intently to what he has to say. So, Justin, you and I have been working together for almost two years. Can you yes. believe it, that long?
1: I cannot believe it's that long. Anytime Maria even says that, she's like, oh, you know, me and G and you've been working together for a few years. I'm like, wow, it really has been that long. But it's been a pleasure. So it doesn't even feel like it's been that long.
0: So let me tell you, I remember when we worked on your first launch. (laughs) (laughs) I spent the entire weekend, y'all, Mm-hmm. Working on his funnel, setting up his tech, his emails, everything, right? I did not leave my office that weekend. I was so mad at him. <laughs> and I was like, I must really like this dude because I don't be doing this for nobody, nobody. Nobody. That was the day I knew me and JP was going to be friends, y'all. Now, I call him JP, so don't y'all get confused. JP and Justin, they the same person, okay? So, Justin, what do you remember about us first working together?
1: Well, first of all, let me say thank you for allowing me to come onto the show. Very big pleasure of mine to come and serve you in the audience. Number two, by far the best intro that I've ever received, so very grateful for (laughs) that. So thankful you made me sound like I actually am doing something out here, so thank you for that. Oh
0: uh, you are sorry you are
1: thank you. But to answer your question, what do I remember about the first time we were working together? I remember you had a a feist a a spice about you and but it wasn't a it wasn't i don't like spicy food, so let's let's start there. But the spice that you had <laughs> was was just so great it was it was more so. You know, you ride for your people. So when I think that when I showed that I'm willing to do what it takes to make this happen, I'm asking for something that's unreasonable to be able to launch in this time period. But I understand if it can't happen, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that it does happen. I think that you you kind of showed up to the occasions and you extended yourself in that way, and I just remember. Everything on the first launch, it always goes wrong. Something happens wrong. The texts don't want to send yeah. out. I don't know what am. I don't know what's going on. But I yes. remember you going above and beyond to make sure that I understood, that I was comfortable, and that that it went as good as possible. And you did more than asked for, and you went out of your way to help me out. And you didn't really know me that well. Then I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we had a six figure launch, might I say. Out the Uh gate, which was amazing. So, if you've never been on one of Justin's webinars, I'm gonna need y'all to do that, okay? Because Homie gives massive value for free (laughs) for like hours on end. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like it before. Thank you. All right. Now that y'all kind of got the history lesson on how me and JP met, we're about to dive into this episode. So we are continuing the conversation on relationships and business. And Justin was one of the first people that came to mind when I started working on this series. If you have been listening to previous episodes in this series, you've heard me say that relationships and business are at the core of building something successful. And so, Justin, I have been blessed to work with you for a while now. And I've had the opportunity to actually observe you firsthand in action on how your entire business is built on relationships, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen you be able to tap into your network at a moment's notice and have people and very successful people, might I add, hop on calls with you or hop on calls for your mentorship program. I've seen you do joint ventures off the strength of relationships. And I've seen you manage situations that would have otherwise been full of conflict for other people with grace and love. And so I want to unpack that just a little bit with you. Is that okay?
1: Whatever you want to do, G. You know I'm here for you.
0: All right. So first off, tell me why are relationships in business so essential? I want to hear from you on that.
1: You know, I think that relationships in business are so essential because they're just the, the core basis of like humans in general. So mm. at the end of the day, a relationship is so important because if me and you, for instance, we just have a straight transactional relationship because we're doing transactional business, I wouldn't expect you to go above and beyond to help me out on something. And mm. you probably wouldn't expect me to do the same either. But if we have a relationship together, then you may be willing to do something for me that may be out of the norm or out of scope or something along those lines because we've built that relationship together so i think that they're just so important in business and life too because look at what happens with people that make a ton of money and then they lose it all as long as they still have good relationships Mm. they can still always get it back but if they don't then it's much harder so i just think that they're important in general one because business and life is so centered around community. And if you don't have good relationships within your community, it's going to be hard to build a good life and hard to build a good business as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that is so true because, and we'll just, you know, use us as an example. JP, you know, he can call me at the drop of a die and I'm like, okay, I got you. What are we doing? What you need? But that is because, we have built that relationship that is not just transactional, right? Like, y'all, me and JP got, like, we're sharing life together, right? Like, we're doing business together, but we're also doing life together. And I remember I had a situation that was going on personal, family-wise, and I hit you up, and you were just like, I love you, Gene, whatever you need, let me know, you can call me, whatever. And then we both were like, we're probably breaking all the HR rules right now. (laughs) what these text messages right right. but that's the beauty of it it was like we can be vulnerable in this space and still do good business together right? right it doesn't have to be this one or the other and i've heard you say several times like lead with love so what do you mean by that talk to me a little bit about that
1: i would say that one when i'm when i'm thinking about what you're saying everything in me is saying, you know, it might not be the best way for me to run a business and for me to lead a business, but it's the way that feels right to me. And I'm still learning and growing in that way. And maybe sooner or later, I will learn how to operate more properly in these different types of contexts. But when I say lead with love, I think that the reason why the relationships that I build are so strong is because I honestly am just leading with giving value to the other person first and foremost every single time. And not and the, the key to that statement though is leading with love and value, but not expecting it back in return. Just doing it Ooh. honestly because you want to do it. So the reason I say that and the reason I think the relationships are so strong is because you hit me up. If it's something that provides value to you, I'm going to do it just because I want to provide value for you as a person Ooh. in general. Because I have a business and we work together in that context that also lends itself to Justin is willing to do whatever for me in life and whatever for me in business to make sure that I'm comfortable too. Why would I not extend myself if I'm a, a you know, a decent human being? And if not, I'm not even mad at you because I wasn't expecting it in the first place. So I Ooh. think that that's what I do with leading with love, it's just like, I lead with love, I lead with grace and I lead with value. And I don't expect any of them in return because I believe like in life, when you have expectations, your, your, your life is able to be made difficult because you're expecting mm. things all the time. So for me, I love everyone. I love everything, but I'm attached not to anything or any result or any, oh, I need this from you. And when I'm thinking about like, when I'm thinking about this in general, it's more so like this It's like, look, provide value. Don't expect anything in return because when you have expectations, that means that you can be harmed because it's like I'm expecting wow. you to do something. So I literally this is my like this is my saying. My saying is this is like I don't expect anything, but I accept everything. So it's like I don't okay. expect nothing okay. from you at all. And whatever you give me, I'm gonna accept. And because I wanted to do something from for you in general. I don't care to place an expectation on you. I'm trading my expectations for acceptance in every aspect of
0: my life. Wow, that is so good. Oh my gosh. And you said something that I'm sitting here thinking about. You were like, because when I have these expectations, it's setting up for harm, right? And that is so true because I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, I never thought about it that way. Because if I have this expectation, right? Right and you don't meet that expectation, what does that do to the relationship?
1: Yeah. So, G, when I promise you, I live by that statement. I trade all of my expectations for acceptance and I leave with value. I say, all right, perfect example, G, whenever we work together, hey, G, I know that I'm asking you for something that is not in scope and it may not work out. I would really, truly love if this could go happen this way If not, I completely get it. And I am not holding you to that expectation. So I'm going to accept whatever you give me. But if you could make that happen, I would be so grateful. And I will do anything that you need above and beyond to make sure that this happens from me. But I'm not expecting it. So if it happens, outstanding. Hooray, let's throw a party. If it doesn't, I wasn't expecting it anyway. So there's no way that I can be mad at you. And I knew that I asked for something that was out of context anyway. So how could I really be mad?
0: Wow. And then you're not disappointed, right? So then the relationship is not harmed because I'm not holding on to any kind of resentment or harboring anything. Okay. This is good. I hope y'all caught that. That is
1: huge. That's it.
0: That's going to have me thinking about things in a different way. But I think that also lends to the fact of why we get in business in the first place, right? Because business is all about relationships. And if you didn't get into it to add value. Because of that thing that you have within you, that gift, then I yeah. think you're in it for the wrong reason anyway. Right. And you're starting on the wrong foot anyway. So that leading with value, like I'm going to give value regardless, right? I'm going to show right. up regardless. I think that is a mindset thing and a decision that you have to make as a human and as an individual and a business owner. Oh my goodness. That's good.
1: You're, you're really right because you start to, you start to resent the people that you work with. And then you start to resent the business as well. But you got into business to give value. So you don't want to resent the business. So if I can say to myself, you know what? I'm doing something right now that I want to do no matter what. I'm not expecting to make money from it. Because then if I don't make money from it, Then I'm going to resent what I'm doing. But this was the business that I built. So that's like resenting, you know, a child that's your baby that you just gave life to. I'm resenting you because you're not walking when I want you to walk or you're not talking when I want you to walk. It makes no sense. So, yeah, you know, I, I try my best to trade all expectations for acceptance. And I love everything, but I'm attached to nothing. And I give as much value as possible not expecting anything back. But luckily, when you work with decent people they give value back to you because everybody wants everyone wants to be useful but you can't be useful if you don't get used so people want to be useful but they don't want to get used and i'm like well you're useless if you can't be used though so you better
0: come on and teach today
1: i'll stop there you can't
0: gonna start I, listen look i got my own notepad over here so i hope y'all got it too you can't be useful if you don't get used right so all y'all folks out there talking about i'm not gonna let them use me you are just purely useless cut it out <laughs> <laughs> cut it out that is some good stuff oh my goodness <laughs> Okay, so you got to share. What are some of these key tips that you have for maintaining the relationships that you've built?
1: I think the key tip is, we we said a few already. Number one, trade your expectations for acceptance. Accept the people that you work with. Number two is lead with value. Give your best effort, give your best foot forward and do not expect anything back in return, especially with people that you care about building relationships. Number 3, I'd say, you know, a part of me wants to give like a tactical type of version of this too because I know there's someone out there that's like, "Justin, you can't hire people like that." And I'm like, "All right, I get, it. but I get it 1000%." But when I think about hiring in general, I usually think about like the key elements that I possess as a founder and I like to see that people that I hire have those key elements. So, for one for me is competency. Like, are you competent in the skill that you're supposed to be doing? Do you have past experience? Mm. Perfect example. G, you launched me and then I needed help with the weekly webinars. You had past experience. Number two, will you go the extra mile? For me, the way I operate my life, I go the extra mile for anybody that needs anything because I'm not that. expecting it. And I know that the universe will give it back to me. Great. G, perfect example. Out of scope. Not during time frame. none of those things, but was willing to go the extra mile for me when we were doing our first launch ever. Then number three, integrity, because if you're competent and you know how to do it, you go the extra mile, but you don't have integrity. I still cannot work with you because you won't. Mm an integral person during our experience working together. And at some way, shape or form, we will not align in value somewhere down the line. So you are obviously a person of integrity that I learned after seeing how you operate in the space. So once I know all three of those things, I can then start to build my relationship. Trade my expectations for acceptance, give you a tremendous amount of value, and know that we rely on all of our core values so that there's no way, shape, or form as we do business together that we will not be able to realign because we align the three most important things to me as a person. So,
0: oh my goodness, that is so good. Did you know that onboarding is one of the most critical parts of bringing clients into your business? Onboarding is where we have the most control over how our relationship with our clients will unfold in the long run. If you can strike the right tone from the get-go, your clients will stick around for more and be singing your praises before they even start working with you. Head over to onboarding.systemsandsuccess.com to get access to our onboarding video course for special podcast listener price. that is so good. The other thing that is super key that I love that Justin has not said about himself is being open to having hard conversations. Mm. Right? Like we're doing business together, but I don't think there has been a conversation that we haven't been able to have. And I think right. that is so important to being open yeah. in that space in business. And I and I'm going to be honest, I'm learning a lot from you like I'm like I don't care what the situation is Justin is always kind he's always calm and level and he just approaches it and it's like hey we can work it out so I really need to know for myself (laughs) like y'all can listen in but I really need to know for myself like how did you get to that space to be able to handle things in that
1: way You know, it took a long time. I'll be completely honest with you. And it took a lot of work on myself. It was through meditation. Honestly, I really believe Mm. that. And uh, one thing I want to say before I forget, I'll come back to the meditation side. But when you were talking about the difficult conversations, there's a reason why I like to have those conversations. Most people run from those conversations because they don't Mm -hmm. want
0: the conversation.
1: They don't want to have the difficult conversation. They want to hold on to it. But then what ends up happening inevitably? They hold both people hold on to whatever they're thinking about. And then something explodes later and then it explodes beyond repair. But if we fix it, mm. we cut the wire and the bomb before it gets to the explosion, we can repair the situation before it gets too detrimental. But once it gets too detrimental and it explodes, it's almost always beyond repair. So the way that I like to think about it is. We know as humans that if we have a difficult conversation, if we go and work out in the gym or if we, you know, if we have a confrontation, almost 99% of the time, we become better after having that difficult conversation. So we figure out an issue, we work through it, we learn something, even if it doesn't go really well. And even if it goes terribly, that's cool. Like, I'll do this next time. So if that's the truth about difficult conversations and difficult situations, why do I prolong them? Because I get better every time that I have them. So what I what I started to do is instead of pushing off the conversation, I push them forward to have them more frequently because I get feedback on myself as a human and I become better. I learn more or everything goes perfect. And then we got to the perfect situation sooner than later. And I became a better person. So I take those types of conversations as opportunities to become a better person. So I run towards them more quickly rather than pushing them off because selfishly it helps everyone. And well, selfishly it helps me because I become better, but it also internally helps everyone else because we just got the issue earlier.
0: Oh my gosh. Do y'all see why he is one of my favorite people in the universe? I'm just saying. I'm just oh,
1: playing. let me um, let me talk on the meditation piece as well, because I, I don't want to leave you out on, on that one. You and I. Yes, as well. please. So I read a book that was really good. It was called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Mm. And it taught me meditation and how to do meditation. And essentially what I was able to do was I was able to pinpoint all of the issues, I'd say, or the traits that I had in myself. And possessed that I did not particularly like, and I did not that they mm. did not particularly serve me. So it taught me a, a way in which to meditate, where you realize the traits that you've exemplified within the past week or so that you don't want to carry forward, and then you kind of do that internal work to change your thoughts around those traits, so that next time the opportunity comes to act with that trait, you do not act with that trait, and then now you become a different person because the wow. way that he positions it is it's like this, if I think something, then I start to feel some type of way because of what I just thought. After I feel something, I behave a certain way because I'm acting based on my feelings and my emotions, we all do. As I act outwardly, people perceive that as my personality because how I act and how I operate in person is my personality, but my personality is my personal reality because that's what I'm living in on a daily basis. So this then means that I can change my personal reality just by changing the thoughts that I have. So now if there's a thought that is not servicing me, I can audition those thoughts on the daily basis and make sure that they do not resurface the next week, Mm. the next month, the next year. So all I did was practice that on a daily basis for a long period of time. And every day I auditioned different traits that I had that I did not like, like anger, like being frustrated, like, uh, yeah. not being calm in every situation, like all of these different things. And one by one, by one, I just got rid of all of them until you see like the product that you see today. So like when we do wow. a launch, you know, it's supposed to be a six figure launch, but I get a phone call and Twilio's not sending out text messages. Ego, ego wants you to, Hey, what what's going on? I paid you this and that to make sure that this happened. What's the issue? Blah, 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 blah. But, Not having ego and being able to check your feelings and your emotions says, okay, that's unfortunate, but how do we figure this out? And what can I personally do to make sure that this works so that we can both get the desired result that we want? Because I know you don't want me to not be successful and I know that I want to be successful, but if I yell at you, you're not going to want to do anything for me. So how can we work together to get this done? So business and life, exceeding in business and life is a constant removal of ego. I fundamentally believe that, and that's just the a few things to, to answer your question on how I was able to get to this mindset. Mindset.
0: Oh my goodness, that is so good. And now I gotta go. You know, I do daily. I have my daily quiet time anyway, but now it means even more, right? And I can tell the difference, right? I can tell the difference in myself and in my day when I don't have that time in the morning. And Justin, no, I'll tell him in a minute, them text messages be popping off five, six in the morning. I'll be like, listen, I ain't talked to Jesus yet. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me go get in my little space first. And then I can come out sure. and I'll be ready for this day. Because I already know if your girl don't have that quiet time in the morning, she's going to be a wait, different wait, kind of wait.
1: person. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing, though. So this is very interesting topic that I'd love to talk with you about and see your your point of view on. So I used to be the same way and I would have to wake up, read a book, write my goals down, write down what I'm grateful for, go work out, get in the shower, meditate, et cetera, for myself to feel like I can tackle the day and I can beat the day and et cetera. But then I realized when I'm traveling or when something else has happened or if something urgent pops up and I'm not So now, because think about it like this, G, let's just say I have a business called administration experts and me and you are in competition, right? Uh, We got the administration experts. If I knew that G would not be able to operate her business as a leader, if she does not get her time with Jesus or her time in the morning with herself, even if it's not with Jesus, whatever you believe in, then me as a businessman operator, I would call up your phone every day at 8 a.m. and just send spam calls to you so that you couldn't get that time. And then now you are no longer able to operate your business at a high level and I can operate mine and I can exceed. So the reason I say this is that I do these things and I cycle them in my life when I need them, but I do not operate on them as a crutch because I don't want to have to say I need to do this for my day to go well. So I would just challenge you when you're thinking about it, think about that. And if it serves you, then cool. And if not, I'd love to hear your opinion, but I would just want you to be in a place where no matter what happens in the day, you have the fundamental belief set and mindset that it's gonna be perfectly fine. And if you do get your time by yourself with the Lord, et cetera, then even better. But I don't want you to have to lean on that because I think that it could be a vulnerability in business from my perspective
0: absolutely and thank you for sharing that see this is why this is like me and jp just being on the call and doing what we do right and i love that perspective and i think that is super important to point out one of the things i do want to call out you know ain't nobody calling me at 8 a.m and spamming me because only a certain few people got my phone number like (laughs) jp being included so that's the first thing (laughs) <laughs> the second thing you're absolutely right right and there was a time where if i didn't get that my day would just be all oh, whatever and like you said christ may not be your belief that may not be your belief that's my belief but i know right. that i have that and i can call on it throughout the day because like you said stuff does pop up things will get urgent but i am self-aware to know that i'm like okay let me take 30 seconds right now and just You know what I'm saying? And be like, okay, let me just take a deep breath, right? Gather myself and now Mm. I can move on. But that was a learning, right? Right. Because there was a G before that (laughs) time, okay? We just have a real pump right now. There was a G before that time that would have been like zero to 100 real quick with nothing in between. And Mm. yeah, I was like, but like you said, I didn't want to be that person. In situations. Right now, don't make a mistake. She she's still a little hidden. She can come out when she needs to. But that's not the person that I desired to be on a regular basis. And like you said, that wasn't the thought I wanted to leave with people about who I was. Right. Right. Because I'm so much more than that. Right. Right. So much more than that. And so I think that is a very good point. So we don't want to have those things that that make us have this crutch where we can't operate without it at all. Mm-hmm. We want to have some strategies, some coping mechanisms and methods that can help us no matter what it is, right? right. Or where we are. Because you're right, when you're traveling, your schedule is completely thrown off. There's, yeah. there's no time to have it in the morning. So if I don't have it intrinsically and internally, you're is right, that? I'm completely screwed.
1: That's so good. I think that that's one of the biggest things that I did as well was I stopped caring about happiness. And it sounds crazy, but it's so true because what you just said was so important. You said you have it intrinsically. You have it internally. It's something that you live with. So happiness, yeah. I like to think, or I think about it as something external making me happy. Like if I get, this book, I am now happy. If I do this thing, I am now happy. And in reality, what you just mentioned is what we call joy, where no matter what yeah. good
0: happens,
1: I am eternally joyful, internally for eternity, I'm joyful. So because if somebody you know passes away in our family, I'm very upset. And uh, if you grieve, that's more than understandable. But at the yeah. end of the day. Have joy knowing that they went on to be with the Lord. And yeah. I can, I don't, I don't, I might not be happy in that situation, but it would be unrealistic to be happy in that situation if I lost somebody that I love. But I can hold on to this joy internally forever, no matter what. And whether good or bad passes through,
0: yeah. I
1: can be joyful. So I even think about it like this, too, because I think a lot of people don't think about their feelings in this way. It is unrealistic. To believe that you have to get rid of these different feelings because we are human. So for me, mm. what I like to do is feel the feelings and then choose joy afterwards. So Yay. if something if something upsetting goes on or I get frustrated and angry, I feel it, I'm like, wow, I'm extremely angry right now. But
0: Yeah, but I, that's how he'd be for real though. Like <laughs> he'd be like, I'm extremely angry and I'm like, but where though? Beware. <laughs>
1: I just choose joy. I think that it's a much better emotion to serve me. So uh, I think what most people try to do is remove the anxiety, remove the all of these other mm. things. It would be unrealistic to think as a human that we would not feel anxious. You're just excited that you're doing something new. And it's normal to feel that way. Yeah. So instead of trying to rid the anxiety, feel it and then still make the decision anyways, because you know that it's going to get you to a better place anyway. So I like to operate like that.
0: Oh, my God. I love that. It reminds me of this rule that my mom and I have where Mm. we get three seconds. Right. We will allow ourselves to feel all the emotions. She's my person, but we only get no three minutes. We only get three minutes. And after Mm. three minutes, our rule is you either need to do something about it or you need to just let it go. Yeah. Right. But we're not carrying that forward with us we got three minutes to feel whatever we going to feel. You can be mad, you can be angry, you can be frustrated, you can scream, you can holler, you whatever. And at the end of three minutes, if you're not done, we literally just hang up the phone on each other. And mostly it's her hanging up on me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but, but if, you, if you think about that, that's such a good principle to have, because I think about, you know, some friends that may have shared something with me. And, you know, as a friend, I love to lead with value. I love to listen, and then you know help it in whatever way I can. But if I keep getting brought the same thing over and over, yeah. over many weeks and many months, my question to them is, what are you going to do about it? Yes. Yeah. Are you going to just sit there and lay down and lose, or are you going to keep complaining to me? I'm not the person to complain to. I'll listen to you for the first few times because I love you, but I'm solution oriented. Oriented so. Don't bring a problem to me if you don't want a solution because I'm going to ask you, what are you going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Absolutely.
0: Yep, that exactly. Oh my goodness. So we may have to come back and have another conversation around this because this topic is so amazing. Justin, I know how busy you are. So thank you so much for taking time to be with me on the show today. I really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. So beautiful people, thank you so much for joining us. Business is about relationships. If you get great at that, you'll always have people wanting to do business with you or refer business to you. So yes. build with intention, authenticity, love, and value. Justin, yes. how can people connect with you?
1: So my Instagram is Justin P. My Twitter and my tiktok our ecom justin p and that's the only thing that we got going on right now so feel free
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is plenty so thank you everybody for tuning in and i will see you next week for another segment of leading behind the scene did you know you can join the community and start the conversation now click the link in the show notes start a conversation about what resonated with you most or bring a question you have from the episode i'm looking forward to hearing from you Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review.